Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to Off the Beaten Track podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin, and it's another week, therefore it's another episode. And today's episode, I sit down with Netsky and we talk we talk about all the usual stuff and it's wonderful and you're in for a treat. And before we get uh, into the conversation, just a few quick thank yous. I'd like to thank Scroobius Pip and my brothers and sisters at the Distraction Pieces Network. I'd like to thank 76 for producing this podcast. And he's doing well. He's doing well with 76 because um, obviously as I've... I've mentioned it on a few of these episodes, and you may have caught them them chats, but in lockdown, obviously, most of these recordings are taking place uh, remotely, uh, which sometimes means, like like today's chat, um, Netsky's in Belgium, and so we, we you know, we, we carried this conversation out over Zoom, and uh, and so, you know, you don't always get these pristine, warm sand in studio recorded podcasts anymore. You know, but I've been really blessed that the seventy six has done some great work to ensure that that these chats sound really, really nice and clear and warm, and there's no sort of staggered sounds or there's no sort of dragging of of, of audio. It's all all very nice and concise. So thanks seventy six for doing that. Um, and also, if this is your first time listening to Off the Beaten Track, then when you get to the end of um, this episode, go and have a a look in the in the archives because we we, we mention. Um, Norman Cook or Fatboy Slim and I've recently sat down with with Norman uh, on this podcast and, and we talk about the prodigy and um, I've sat and, and chatted at length with uh, the manager uh, of, of, of the prodigy and uh, Nick and, and the, the, the work that he's done as an artist um, and so there's yeah all manner of um, amazing chats to be had there from people as diverse as Fatboy Slim to Butch Vig to you know, actress Maxine Peake through to oh gosh, who have we had on recently? Chic, Madness, um, Idols, Sleaford Mods. There's there's a vast array of, of of chats to be enjoyed. So go and have a rummage in the archives when you finish this uh, this chat. Um, and also, if you want to get behind the podcast a little bit more, there is a Patreon page, and uh, each week I upload. Um, four radio shows and exclusive episodes and video episodes and stuff over there and and I think you can support that for like I think it works out about 90p a week uh, and you get a load of extra content and it really does help support the podcast so if you enjoy this podcast and you'd like to kind of uh, get behind it a little bit then um, you can do it over on patreon.com forward slash off the beat and track podcast um Okay, I think we can just get back on with business. Please enjoy it. My wonderful chat with drum and bass legend, 
Netski. It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Keep me stew with him. Right, we are recording, and joining me today is Netsky. Hello. Hey. Um, whereabouts are you? I'm in uh, in Antwerp, in Belgium. Has has lockdown in Belgium? Uh, yeah, it, it started again. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yes. You're the same as us? Yeah, yeah, we, we are. Uh, I think we um, we started official lockdown a week ago now, so just uh, before before you guys started, I guess. We're recording this just for, for 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 those listening. We're recording this on the day that we've gone back into to, to full lockdown in the UK. Um, before we start um, talking records, uh, Boris, I just want to know um, how you found this year, um, both personally and professionally. Yeah, um, it's it's just been um, quite a boring year, I think, for uh, for DJs. If anything, um, I mean. I've, I'm, I'm lucky to be surrounded by, by amazing people where I live in, in Belgium. Um, I've, I've got, um, my, my mom lives really close to me. I've got really great friends here. Um, and, you know, like, it's it's been nice on certain occasions to be able to spend some time, more time with them this year. Um, so I definitely don't look back at this year as just pure negativity. And, and um, I mean, and, and this is, like, personally, obviously, because professionally it's uh, it's, it's been it's been tough for everybody in, in entertainment i think uh this year all over the world um but yeah no I, i've got a very very nice kind of um background and and more more than anything i, I feel that this year that i i just have to appreciate that and um that I, I i'm very lucky with that so have you kind of have you have you managed to sort of dj at all like you know even in like sort of socially distanced venues or anything this year no, I, I haven't done any socially distanced events. Um, I did lots of live streams, um, in, including um, one that Tomorrowland did here in Belgium, uh, which was really like really cool. Just like Hollywood grade green key studios with like amazing like virtual and visual effects. Um, that was really cool. Um, and I'm a big tech head, so like it, it's been really fun to like try and start uh, building a studio for your own and like yeah, yeah. learning about all these cameras and about streaming. So that was fun. Wonderful. Okay, well, let's start talking records. And for track one, I'm going to ask you the song that you you think has got the greatest ever intro. Um, yeah, I've chosen a song, and and I'm I'm kind of glad I only got these questions like 20 minutes before we started talking because it really pushes you to like think about it straight yeah. on 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 the minute. Um, it's a song that isn't that that very old. It's uh, it's by totally enormous the extinct dinosaurs, and it's called "Don't You Forget About Me." What um, a great record. Right, and it's it's not really just an intro, but it's the whole build to that like that explosion. It's it's incredible. Um, there's a there's this moment where like the guitar kicks in in the intro, and there's a chord change or like a key change in the background, and it just hits me every time. It's like the most beautiful like uh, build up ever, I think. So I'm always interested when I speak to uh, you know DJs and producers when they they're, they're putting together music like how they approach the intro because lots of musicians in, in in current in the current climate you know especially in more kind of mainstream sort of pop music now it's a case of like hit them straight away with a chorus and 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 grab them but i guess if your mindset is entrenched in dj culture does that affect how you approach an intro when you're producing music yeah it's um 
it's a really good question and it's so important to like like you said to like um uh, yeah to, to tell if we're talking about pop music or, or talking about trying to grab people's attention as quick as possible because there, there is formulas like you said with with pop where um I mean, producers try and find the, the most uh, kind of um, recognizable hook and, and put on the first eight bars before the first verse even starts. Yeah. So, like, the intro is a chorus in a way, um, which is a which is just a way to like try and like grab people's attention as quick as possible. Um, it's it's probably not even called an intro, I guess, if you do that. Um, but um, yeah, and and that's that's like music that's focused for DJs, where um, still and and uh, since probably not as important as it used to be because people don't beat match the same way or don't need like a like a, a very very simple four by four kick to just mix in um but yeah it's it's always been very important to just have the rhythm section from the beginning so you could kind of mix in uh, yeah. with, with a lot of electronic music i guess um i'm i i personally like i never really to to the annoyance of a lot of djs i'm sure um and probably not very good for my own uh like uh, yeah for, to, to get djs to play my music but I, I never really put beats or rhythm in in my intros um because it just yeah i'd, I'd like to find that way in between uh an electronic record kind of a, a radio record sometimes as well and and just a song where i, I find it um for most songs, more important to start with a, with a melody and, and and building up that before you go full into a beat. Yeah, yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay. For track two... The first song you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you? Um, yeah, there's so many that come to mind, but um, and I'm sure this is not the right the right answer, like or the most honest answer, because I'm sure I, I heard music that my dad played to me before I was buying records and, and looking for music um, that I that I can't think of right now. But um, I've chosen "Everything in Its Right Place" by Radiohead, um, which is uh, again. Um, such a weird song as a kid or like i think i must have been 14 or 15 when i heard it the first time and 
it was such a weird song to to put my head around because the the lyrics i mean i think the the lyric that i remember most is uh, yesterday i woke up sucking a lemon yeah which which is um yeah it's so weird and so magical it it's it i love it um i, I love obscure lyrics i mean it's not obscure but it's, it's very um weird uh, and I, I love that the melody is just yeah i mean radiohead's very intense music for a 14 year old lad to be listening to isn't it that's pretty heavy stuff yeah absolutely yeah so aside from from that like growing up what kind of music was you getting exposed to at home was there was there records on at home yeah yeah all the time um my um my dad was really into soul and and jazz and funk um like a lot of motown my my mom loved motown as well so like that that was on quite a lot but um just lots of like jazz just trumpets um constantly like yeah just uh, uh echoing through through the through the house uh which i loved um just yeah miles davis in the morning louis armstrong uh but lots of motown lots of um yeah just like really nice feel good warm music that's that's how i remember it lovely lovely and where where was that where 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 was growing up um in a beautiful town called Edigam, uh which is a is a town that was never meant to be um translated into english i'm sure uh but it's a a tiny little town um about 20 minutes from antwerp where i live now so very close to home how was it growing up there it was good it was really good it was um kind of like a, a middle class kind of region um lots of houses no no apartment buildings a um, big nice park um I, I played with my friends in the park all the time my school was uh at 50 minutes uh, bike ride from from home so very homey very uh, european it's, it's nice okay well, you, you you touched on school then so for track three i'm going to ask you the song that reminds you of your time at school yeah um oh i i it's it's hard because fat boy slim and, and the prodigy were like a big part of my youth in in school and whenever we went on school trips i remember um was it fed of the land or yeah, definitely. You've come come a long way. I've written that down by um, by Fatboy Slim. Obviously, the the yeah the album with all the hits. And um, I remember all the kids at school were just like obsessed with that record. Uh, but the Prodigy Breathe as well. That was uh, I mean that was my uh, my jam for sure. Yeah, I mean both of them records. Um, the Prodigy from where I'm from. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're from like the the county where I live and. And and seeing the prodigy do a homecoming show at the at the V Festival in ninety seven, I believe, um, mm. on the strength of Fat of the Land being this global hit of an album, like seeing them come back to, to Essex and play was unbelievable. It was like it was something very, very special. And and, and, and bizarrely, I was I was very lucky I got to sit down with uh, Norman Cook on this podcast last week. And, oh, wow. and, and and spoke to uh, to Fatboy Slim, and it was uh, that was an interesting chat. It, it, it really was. Um, so, so being at school, like, was you? Did you know what you wanted to be at school? Uh, not at all. No, no. I I was um, I, I, yeah, like for my whole um, high school time. I think yeah, I, I was I was definitely into like media. I was I was into technology a lot. Uh, still am. Um, and I was making music on the site, and for me, DJing and making music was just something on the site for a, a long while. Um, but then, 
once I got like just before I went to uni, um, I started working on my first album. I think that just got like picked up by by a record label in London uh, by Hospital Records, and um, that was a time where where I started taking it a little bit more serious and and, and spent way more time on music than I did on, on uni. And um, I think forty percent of the tracks I, I made in 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 an all out for um, like during university um, with my headphones on all the way in the back. Um, so I, I made my choice and. and um, I really wanted to give it a go, and, and and I was obsessed with just like making music, sampling, um, and just yeah, putting it out on on MySpace, getting reactions on on, on forums, and uh, that was my life already. And I was very lucky that my parents kind of yeah gave me the gave me the chance to to, to try and prove myself and to try and uh, make some make a living out of it, you know, because that that was one of the first things they thought about, not just me expressing myself or like because they liked that part, but they wanted to see there was a a potential future in it for me. So I'm, I'm very glad they uh, gave me that chance. Uh, obviously, you've just said there that your, your parents uh, supported your creativity. At school, was was that creativity supported at school as well? Was was music something that was, you know, available at school? Could you could you study music at school and was it, was it encouraged? No, no, unfortunately not. Um, I mean... Is is because I wasn't at the right school. If I if I wanted to to go for music, obviously that's that's great support for musicians in in, in Belgium in in uh, in schools. But I wasn't at the right school for that. Um, I um, I think the last two years I was studying uh, digital media, um, which was um, um, more about even web design and um, God, it's it's like a chapter of my my life that I can't tell much about because I, I forgot a lot a lot about it. Um, probably for good reason, um, but. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't really supported at school for me personally. No. Did you enjoy school? I didn't actually. No. Um, I mean, I, I can't say that. I've, I've had good teachers, and I've had really great moments that that definitely uh, meant something for for me, and and that I, that I remember, and and, and um, I made good friends at school. Um, but I was, I was just. Um, Oh, it's it's so cheesy to say, but I feel like I was too rebellious, and um, I, I was obviously doing my own thing on on the side, and that 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 just um, overtook everything. So I don't really look back at it as as a big important part of my life. That's cool for me. So so talking about um, the prodigy and and, and Fatboy Slim and such, um, was that something when you'd hear them records at a young age? Would you? already start to sort of deconstruct them and, and try and work out how they were put together yeah yeah um yeah i was definitely into the technical side of, of making music when i when i started listening to music carefully for sure um and i um i started playing the drums when i was uh, six or seven I, I got like my first drum kit uh when i was uh, eight so i was i was playing uh, you hear this from a lot of drums, but I was playing on, on a lot of furniture at home and I, I broke a lot of couches and anything that had the shape of a symbol had to uh, unfortunately go. Um, but um, I, the, the, the first things I always tried to like do when I, when I loved the song and I was, when I was listening to it 20 times a day was just to try, try and drum along and, and try and recreate the beats, um, record that on tape. Um, and then a bit further down the line when, when computers when I started using computers, I, I tried to sample a lot of like um, instruments and, and songs and tried to rebuild synths. And um, that was, um, yeah, it was, it was nice to discover music like that. Track four, the first song you remember buying from a record store. 
Um, because there was so much music at home, I wasn't buying a lot of music apart from horrible pop songs that I definitely don't want to mention as a kid. Come on, um, man. This is the one where you leave your call at the door. This is the one where you have to kind of put it out there. <laughs> I mean, and I, I promise you I'm not lying, but I, I can't even remember anything that it's like remotely... Um, I, and I, I don't have an issue with, with awkward choices and awkward uh, answers, but um, I, the, the one song that I remember buying and, and the record that I remember buying was just because I just got into uh, DJing and I got my first record player, um, and it was um, Incident by Yoris Forn, mm. um, which is kind of like, a, it's a techno song, but very, very melodic. There's a, this amazing piano step, uh, piano melody in, in the breakdown that I that I loved. Um, and yeah, that was the, the beginning of me uh, trying to, to play records at home, which is cool. And as as you got more into into electronic music, um, uh, how important did did record shops become for you? Um, I think at first, before I was like listening to drum and bass, and before I that that was my my thing. Um, I I loved record stores i loved going to to my, my local record store in antwerp at, um, on friday morning and when when all the uh, the white labels and all the new records came in um and i made a couple of friends there but it was for me it's always been a very kind of solitude kind of thing like just me going to the to the store and, and listening to records for hours and hours on my own it wasn't a very social kind of happening like it is for many other djs in 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 london for example like um where I can really feel like uh, it's been almost a backbone of of, um, of of many scenes in in the UK. Just coming together, making friends, and uh, you start a label with the three mates you you, you grew up with yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. record store, um, which is beautiful. I mean, that's that's one thing that I guess um, Antwerp might be a little bit too small for that, or I was into weird music maybe um, that that wasn't yeah very popular in in my my kind of. Uh, um, yeah, in, in, in the group of people around me. Um, but yeah, it was very, I, I loved it. Record stores were uh, important to me, for sure. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, track five. The song that soundtracked your years clubbing. I mean, that's not stopped yet, right? Uh, well, um, it, it will start again, I'm sure. Um, but um, yeah, just going out and like, for me, it wasn't really clubbing. I was going to like drum and bass raves. Um, underground venues low ceiling venues um not not what people like call clubbing i guess um but um for me it was a high contrast um high society was a was a record that was yeah um i was obsessed with that record and yeah i uh i guess it wasn't it wasn't dancing it was i was like the one kid at the back of the club listening to it and and through years making more friends and, and going moving more to the front and to the front um but I was just, I was just watching the DJ doing what he did, and 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 it was, it was amazing. Um, yeah. How did you find that 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 journey of trying to sort of break through as a, as a DJ? You know, how, how, you know, how did that work for you? Um, I guess like I I grew up or like I I was making music, and I, I first started putting my music out in the age of um, of MySpace, where. That, that little MySpace terrible flash music player on, on the right corner of your profile was everything. And the play count on that was where most labels were like looking at before signing a new act. Um, so for me, yeah, I think um, 
yeah, the the internet and and just like online communities were like a, a big um, a big part of of, uh, of my success and, and the way I got picked up as a as a beginning producer uh, because I didn't have a, a community around me in Edigam or uh, in Belgium that that was ready to like meet me and, and release records with me. I, I had to do it over the internet, um, which was nice. It was yeah. it was great. Okay. Track six. Favorite song from an artist from your home county? Um, oh, I read country. Okay, That's all so right. you, you won't you won't be the first, Boris. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, uh, I, I can change it from to country actually. Um, oh, what's that song called? Um, have you heard of Tom Berman? What's that? Have you heard of Deus? This, Deus. Uh, Deus. Suds and soda. Oh, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, uh, but. So the, the lead singer of Day is, is called Tom Berman, and he used to have this like uh, side project called Magnus. It was with CJ Bolland, so like um, Tom Berman and CJ Bolland. So Deus and, and CJ Bolland, and they had this song. I'm going to have to Google it because I forgot. Uh, it was in a movie called Anywhere the Wind Blows. That's what I remember. But Magnus, yeah, it's it's um, it's an act, and it was kind of like an electronic side project of CJ Bolland and and Tom Berman, um, and they're both from Antwerp. Um, they they're brilliant. They were absolutely smashing it. I, I saw Deus quite early on uh, in the UK, and that was a absolute assault on the ears. Deus live, it was incredible, absolutely incredible. Right. I, so I've got this this white label album by them, which I don't think ever got a general release. I might be wrong, but um, the producer, uh, one of the guys from Sabres of Paradise, uh, Jags Kuna. He reworked a Deus album, and and literally just put all these really sort of dark beats, and it's almost like it's very Weatherall, uh, and and it must have come out around the kind of around ninety six, ninety seven, and it's amazing. And I've never met anyone else that's heard that album, and I've, you can barely find any of it on YouTube or anything. And it was because Deus are still a huge band in Europe, aren't they? Absolutely, and, yeah. And and it was just amazing this record and, and no one seems to have heard it and uh yeah i did not know he had a side project especially with cj bolland as well right right oh, oh man i, I have to check out this i have to check out what you're talking about though yeah. so so who was it i reworked it jags kuna okay yeah yeah definitely gonna check that out I'll, yeah, uh... it's really good really good oh. um okay so last track and this is when you get to play dj which is what you do best uh, a song that many may not know that you would like them to hear. So I've got a big love for uh, for New Zealand as a country. Um, okay. I, I, I go there every year, and um, it's kind of not known yet, but I, I guess it's fine. It's like I'm, I'm one of the only acts that can make it to the country this year, which is amazing because right now there's um, like literally two weeks ago um, there was a festival for twenty or thirty thousand people uh, because they've got control over COVID so so well, and and they've uh, they've kind of managed to um, yeah to to make it uh, corona free the whole country, which is amazing. Um, so this would have been the first year where I miss out on, on playing New Zealand, and I think we're gonna we're gonna make it, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, there's a, a band called Fat Freddy's Drop uh, from New Zealand. Um, it's um, they kind of have like a like a soulful sky and reggae sound but um a lot of their songs are just like soulful beautiful music with uh with joe the singer's voice who's uh 
just got a really nice, warm, soulful voice. Um, and the song I like of Fat Freddy's Rock most is Flashback. Um, definitely go check it out. Um, and there's a there's a really cool jazz and over remix too that I used to uh, play in DJ sets a lot. Uh, I love that one. Wonderful. Well, Boris, we put together a Spotify playlist to accompany this podcast. So all the records that we spoke about, we'll put together uh, a playlist to accompany this this chat. And staying positive and 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 looking towards you know the the the, the tail end of this year and, and and the new year. What are you looking forward to most when we find ourselves coming out of this situation, personally and professionally? Um. And I think I can I can merge that answer into one because I I think personally and professionally I I just miss live music and, and events. Um, I miss being able to listen to music and falling in love with it um, in a crowd rather than um, on headphones and and sharing that that, that feeling. Um, I just miss falling in love in general, you know, like just and it's 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 just like being outside with a big massive group of people like getting that that extra emotion that you just can't have like alone um just walking around and and feeling free again because i mean and i'm, I'm one of the lucky people to, to be living in a country where like they support healthcare so well and they, they support the, the, the people that live here like like in the uk um it, we're very lucky that that during such a, a, a tough year um we're getting support like like that and not just from the government but from like people around us and, and people really seem to care about each other which is beautiful to see um but i want to see people caring about each other in in group and in public again um that's definitely what i miss most just big groups of people and random conversations oh you and me both um boris thank you so much for your time today it's been a real pleasure talking records with you thank you no thanks so much for having me man cheers really appreciate man. it thank you cheers take care there you go. Wonderful chat. Um, yeah, kind of mad hearing about raves happening in, in, in New Zealand. How exciting is that? Um, yeah, really nice chat. And just, yeah, lovely, lovely guy. And, yeah, can't can't thank him enough for giving up his time. Um, big thanks to uh, his management for organising that for me. Um, and yeah, as I said at the beginning, if this is your first time listening, then go and have a, a rummage in the archives and catch one of them chats with with Norman Cook or with Butch Fig or with oh god, who else have I done? Public Enemies, Chuck D, the Spice Girls, Mel C, um, all manner of chats to be uh, to be listened to. There's about 170 of them, so go and have a, a look and, and pick a few out and, and get stuck in. Okay, um, I'm back next time. In the meantime, stay safe, look after each other, uh, and just generally be excellent to each other. Thanks again. Bye-bye. I've got an announcement. Save Our Souls Clothing. www.sosclothing.co.uk Why am I telling you this? Because they're our official sponsor. Yeah, that's right. Go and check them out because their clothing is off the scale. You're going to love it. So they've decided they want to be our sponsor, which is amazing. And what I have to do is I have to tell you about why they're amazing. So here's a little bit of blurb. So they've only been going a year. And they're based in South End on Sea, just up the road from me. They put the company together based on a, a love of tattoos and alternative music. And they've worked with some of the greatest artists around the world to produce these items of clothing that are as unique as you lot. All of the designs are printed using biodegradable, sustainable and water-based inks. 
And in addition to that, they only print on garments made by members of Fairwear Foundation. I mean, come on, great clothing and a conscience. Since going live in April last year, they've seen their audience grow massively and are now selling orders all across the world. And they were recognised by Cosmopolitan magazine as one of the best sustainable clothing brands alongside names such as Stella McCartney. I mean, that's quite a first year, right? So, go and check them out, because they've put a lot of love into supporting this podcast, and I couldn't be happier. What else they've done, is they've given you 15% off. So, if you head over to www.sosclothing.co.uk, do a bit of shopping, see what you like, throw it in the basket, and then on the way out, put in the discount code, Beat 15, B-E-A-T-1-5, and that'll save you 15% off. Amazing, right? www.sosclothing.co.uk. Official sponsors of Off The Beat & Track Podcast. It's Off The Beat & Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. With me, Stu Whipping. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.